The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Mulch. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmelzer. Our guest today is Casey Royer, who is the Executive Director of New Product Development at USAA. Hi, Casey, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Yeah, Casey, thanks for joining us today. So we'd like to start by having you introduce yourself to our listeners and tell them a little bit about your background, your current role at USAA, and maybe explain to some of our listeners who don't know what USAA is, if you could give a brief history and background on that. Sure, I'd love to. So, of course, my name is Casey Rory, which you've heard. I lead our new product development teams primarily focused on digital products. And, of course, in today's day and age, AI is one of those capabilities that we're looking at. How do we include AI into our products? So I spend a lot of time looking at what's going on in the industry, looking at what's going on within our own walls. As you know, a large organization has machine learning and AI capabilities spread across multiple teams. So really, we're looking at how do we build digital products for our members that really simplify their lives, provide them financial success, and what we hold core to our mission of of providing financial security. But let me give you a little background on USAA. We started in 1922. A group of Army officers got together in Gunther Hotel in San Antonio. They were looking at insuring their automobiles, and they tried to get their automobiles insured, and they were considered high risk. So what they did was start their own company, what I call our first innovation. These 23 military officers pooled their money and started an insurance company now known as USAA. Today, we've grown from those 25 military officers to approximately 12.5 million members. And our members are primarily either serving military members in active duty or separated or honorably discharged military members to include their families. So if a military member separates, becomes a member, they're what I'll call part of what they hand down to their family is our membership. We have very passionate members. They love us just as much as we love them, and it's truly a unique environment to work in. We have approximately 33,000 employees spread out across the globe, primarily in the States, but we do have two international offices, one in Frankfurt, Germany, one in London, and those offices primarily serve those members on deployments. So I have an exciting job with an exciting mission, providing new products for some of the most passionate members that any company could ask for. So I love my job and love what we're doing, especially in a time where we can bring AI into our products. Well, great. Well, that definitely sounds interesting. I think a lot of our listeners would find both the history as well as the continued development very interesting. So, you know, on that point, you know, USA is becoming really advanced with its uses of artificial intelligence and AI technologies and variety of technologies and the whole cognitive technology umbrella in a variety of areas. So can you provide some examples of how you're using and successful uses of AI and how it's transforming USA's business and its relationship with its customers? Oh, definitely. So when you think of our members, so we don't have brick and mortar offices. I probably should have said that. Our members, they primarily bank or insure through our digital footprint. So 80% of our members are digitally active, meaning every month they're engaging in our app to either bank or insure or sometimes both. We also provide investments in retirement. So they're also engaging those matters. So we look at AI, how can AI simplify the experience for our members? How could it meet to our core mission of providing financial security for our members? There's several different use cases. I'd start with fraud. If you're in a financial or really in any consumer-facing industry, fraud is at your front door. 
So I believe that would be our first use cases. And we started looking at how can we apply machine learning within the walls of USA to protect our members within the fraud. We use it to detect fraud. We look for behaviors, spending behaviors based on members' location, based on what they're trying to do. And it, when it falls outside of the norm, some machine learning algorithms catch that and it will flag it. In a lot of cases, we'll send it back to the member. Hey, are you buying gas in New York, although you live in Minot, North Dakota? And we rely on our members to give us that feedback. They're like, yes, that's me, or no, that's not. We also do a lot on the back end where members don't even realize we're protecting their financial assets with USA. So on average, this is really a round number, but we're saving our members around $100 million annually through prevention tactics, and that's all done through AI. We could not staff an office to be able to do what AI or ML has been able to do for our fraud analytics teams. See, that was probably the most impactful, but as we evolve as a company and as we look at digital, we're very focused on how do we humanize our digital experiences. And what I'm saying is, how do we take what's on our mobile app or how do we take what's in our website and convert it so that a substitute consumer can interact? And But how would a member interact with our digital footprint conversationally? And in doing so, when you think of conversations, it's written with AI. You have NLUs, natural language understanding and natural language generation products that simplify the operation or building of conversations in digital footprints intent gathering, clustering of intents, and how to respond, all rich with AI. I would say that would be our number two when we look at where do we apply AI tactics is in creating operational conversational interfaces for our members. And another aspect of that kind of tied to conversational is personalization. How do we take an experience that every customer gets in our mobile app and personalize it? We really couldn't create millions and millions of single apps so that when a single member logs in, they get a very unique experience. But what we can do is provide some personalization tactics using machine learning that present to our customers, our members, something that's relevant to them at that moment. We are a very human-centric design-oriented organization. And when we look at what a human does within our apps, we want to present them something that's personalized, something that they can take action on now, not just their bank account balance in the recent transactions. Great. That's really a pretty good use of AI. And I would say in general, a lot of those use cases are probably very similar to those who are listening, even outside the banking and finance industry. So, you know, that's really good. I was going to add, it's also how we predict next actions or potential needs. So today, it's very difficult to predict on a, a mass scale basis of what a consumer would do in your digital footprint. But as you layer in data and you layer in some machine learning algorithms and models, sometimes it's just a model, not a machine learning algorithm. I think as you learn in this space, you recognize and machine learning doesn't solve all your problems or shouldn't solve all your problems. Sometimes you just need a screwdriver. Let's apply a model to it and put it into production. But uh, predicting next action has been pretty successful for how our members view our digital applications. Great. Great. It's always great to hear about the successful use cases, but I'm sure that implementation has not always been smooth sailing. So what have been some challenges with AI adoption, either with customers or internal groups? AI adoption, I'm going to bubble this down to two or three concepts, but AI within the building, it's primarily been successful failures inside. Our members don't necessarily see the failures of AI or ML implementations. When it comes to adopting AI inside the building, access to data is critical. We have data, but in some cases, we don't have the real-time access to data that can really make an experience wow customer. Also, that access to the training data itself 
to train some of these algorithms requires millions and millions of records. And having access to that training data or in the right format has been difficult. So we've taken some time to really look at how do we have a data infrastructure strategy that supports ML and AI. Inside USAA, in doing so, we've stood up machine learning labs that primarily focus on enterprise-wide capabilities, not point solutions, but they enable us to practice machine learning at scale. And, and we learned that over time, that having pockets of AI labs that were very small and single focused, it wasn't providing the success we would want to see for our members' experiences. So centralizing it has been really, really successful. The other side of that bubble, I would say, is the implementation of an algorithm or of machine learning or AI. You know, and probably many of your listeners know that this takes time. You may not see the fruit of your labor on the initial implementation and that training these machine learning algorithms to be successful takes time. And it's not weeks and it's not months. Sometimes it's years. So getting a consensus around AI and ML at USA hasn't been difficult, but it has been rigorous around how do we create a long-term commitment into these spaces. This isn't a point solution. This is something that we invest in regularly to really create some product and experiences for our members that wow their experience. Well, great. I think that's really important. I mean, Nick, really focusing on the actual business use case and really focusing on what is going to deliver short-term return is important because I think we've learned that it's easy to kind of get lost in the hype, but also in the weeds of AI and forget what kind of problems you're solving. And, you know, there's really a very broad range of problems, making sure you're solving the right one. So like on that note, you know, you noted to us earlier that you're taking this augmented intelligence approach to AI and cognitive technologies at USAA. So can you tell us a little bit more about your philosophy and approach with regard to using AI to augment human decision-making? Oh, definitely. Right, so I'm going to take a little step back. And when I talk about augmenting, I'm going to start with our MSRs. And I didn't really explain this in the beginning. USA also has a significant call center footprint. We have the world's best member service representatives that handle our members' calls on an annual basis. And our members expect that. That is what has wowed our members from day one, is their ability to call in and talk to somebody in our contact center and really get the right advice, the right guidance, or help them with their transaction. And I would say we're world-renowned. Uh, when it comes to the level of service we provide for our customers. So when I look at augmenting AI, I want to augment our MSRs. I want our MSRs to be able to serve the member more positively without putting so much cognitive load on them. So when we look at applying AI at USAA, there's a couple things to look at. One, how do we augment AI with an MSR? How can we make their job easier? Also, being a highly regulated company in a highly regulated industry, we may not want to fully automate with AI or ML an experience or a process. In many cases, we're not looking at automation, automation of a process through AI, but truly augmenting it. Because sometimes we don't want to take our hands off the reins completely, but we do want to bring efficiency to a process. So between our MSR experiences and some of the back-end processes we're looking at, we really look at augmenting the experience within artificial intelligence. To give you a customer-facing example of that, when a member calls in, they call in, and if they were on a digital footprint prior to that, we're going to try to personalize that experience. We're not going to try to automate the experience, we're going to try to personalize it and learn, yes, this member was online, they were just looking at their homeowner's insurance. When they call in, they don't get the 20-prompt IVR, they're getting, hi, Casey, I see you were just recently on USA.com. Are you calling about your homeowner's insurance? And it's a simple yes. And we start to learn from that. And that experience is seamless for the member. It automates some of the experience, augments the experience with AI, because I don't have to have people looking at, did a member say yes or no? And should I continue to prompt that in the IVR? So we augmented there. And the other example I use is 
sometimes in fraud analytics, when we look at vicious activity, we don't want to put 100% of the decision-making in an AI or a machine learning algorithm. We're going to want to have human eyes looking at it so that we could put a rational perspective on some things. So this augmented intelligence or augmented AI is pretty critical to our success, uh, but it is a balance. It is a balance because we can't, we have to find efficiencies within what we do to keep the cost down for our membership and provide some world-class products. At the same time, we want to be able to automate those right experiences. Yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, we always talk about augmented intelligence and say that it's a great, you know, first step for companies who are looking to implement AI into their products and offerings. But you're right, sometimes it's not always such great efficiencies can be done, you know, if you take the human fully out of it. So it seems like you guys are figuring out the balance that works for you, which is great. And we definitely love hearing these use cases. So as a final note, I want to wrap this up with where you believe the future of AI is in general and its application to corporations and beyond. Oh, that's a great question. Where I see it, so I'm going to give you my personal perspective first. I really hope we find the right mix and bring our lives, and I think it's called graying, to the aging population and simplifying the lives for those that are aging older than they ever have before. When I think of my parents, and I can't be there with them all the time, how can I bring AI into their lives that makes their lives, their quality of life better? And it really gives me a peace of mind. From a corporate, so personally, we're not moving fast enough. How do we move faster in this space? In a corporate, from a corporate perspective, the general purpose of AI, it truly is when I look at USA and who we serve, how can I simplify the lives of our members? How could I make banking not banking to them, where they're not worrying about their finances day to day? They're not living paycheck to paycheck. They're able to focus on the priorities of their life, which in every case is their family. So when I look at, from a corporate perspective, where do I see AI? It's in creating great experience for our members, great experiences for customers, and really providing efficiencies for corporations so that they can focus on their customers. Okay. Well, this is great. I think you've really shown to us and to our listeners a lot of great feedback about how you're really putting this stuff into practice. I think a lot of people wonder, you know, is AI just a lot of talk and a lot of hype or a lot of little, you know, projects? Maybe it's just data science with a little bit more added to it. And I think you're showing that, no, there's a lot of real world adoption happening here. There's a lot of practical implementation. This is stuff that's actually being rolled out. So when people call into USA or use the website or talk to a chatbot, they're talking to some of these things that you're talking about. So I think that's really great. So I just wanted to thank you so much for joining us on this podcast and providing this insight. And we really appreciate you participating. Well, I appreciate it. This is, it's an exciting space, and I appreciate the opportunity to come talk with you and your listeners and look forward to future conversations. Yeah, thanks for joining us today, Casey. And listeners, as always, we'll post any articles and concepts discussed in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you at the next podcast. This podcast is sponsored by... Fiverr.com. Fiverr is a marketplace for creative and digital freelance services. And in fact, I use Fiverr for quite a lot of the things that we do here at Cognolytica and AI Today, including the editing of this podcast, the generation of transcripts, and more. I definitely encourage you to take a look at using Fiverr for your creative and digital needs today. And I have a special offer for you today. Use the promo code AI Today for 15% off your first purchase on Fiverr.com. Offer valid until December 31st, 2018. And that's a wrap for today. To download this episode, find additional episodes and transcripts, subscribe to our newsletter and more, please visit our website at Cognolytica.com. Join the discussion in between podcasts on the AI Today Facebook group and make sure to join the Cognolytica Facebook page for updates on this and future podcasts.
Also subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Google Play, and elsewhere to get notified of future episodes. Want to support this podcast and get your message out to our listeners? Then become a sponsor. We offer significant benefits for AI Today sponsors, including promotion in the podcast and landing page, and opportunities to be a guest on the AI Today show. For more information on sponsorship, visit the Cognolytica website and click on the podcast link. This sound recording and its contents is copyright 2018 by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.